A podcast? All about the curse of Oak Island? Fans around the world say yes. Right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for turning in. This is the Oak Island podcast, and of course, we are checking out the History Channel's "The Curse of Oak Island," and we are wrapping up season ten. Season ten, ten long years, a decade. Right, Spalding. This calls for the old Billy Baru. A decade, gents, and we're talking episode the Oak Island podcast, episode 73. 73. And th- the hits keep coming. 73, a good number. And Love ladies it. and gentlemen, we'd like to thank you for your numbers. We're getting a lot of reaction on Facebook, a lot of good stuff on our website, which is the oakislandpodcast.com. And of course, what you're listening to, wherever you find podcasting on your favorite platforms, leave us a review. Heck, go on over to the website, theoakislandpodcast.com. Go ahead and uh, leave some patron money. You can leave a little. You can leave a lot because this is a labor of love for myself, Jer, for my buddies, Mikey, for my buddies, Billy. And, gents, we've come to the end of a long road, a decade wow. first. The good time that made it Mikey. Yes. I'm starting with you. How are you? How are you feeling at this bittersweet time in your life as the show concludes? But we, you know, we know they're going to be back for another season as will we. So what are you thinking? How are you, I'm, uh, you know, I'm ready to discuss uh, the 25th episode of season 10. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to go out in a haze of glory. <sighs> and that is my beer. No, I'm looking for it is called Going Out in a Haze of Glory from Duclaw Brewing Company out of Baltimore, Maryland. I'm all the way out on the East Coast with this one. Wow. Yeah, I, I couldn't. It's a New England style IPA. So I'm looking forward to the bottom of that. We can never ever hear the crack of that thing, but you can't. It's off to I, the side of that little. I'm a good cracker, I think. I'm a yeah. good beer cracker. Yeah, I, I am it. not the best cracker. I'm going out in a haze of glory. What do I care? Got to be handy with the steel, if you know what I mean. Or you keep haze of glory is a great call for season ten, episode twenty-five, the finale, and the hits keep coming. Can I? Can I? jump in here and let you know what's happening real quick i mean if you're quick i guess Give all right because last week you just wanted yeah. to hear it yeah well let's keep it short here pal finale and i gotta keep it short <laughs> last week i tackled the dragon from new holland brewing tonight though the finale season 10 episode 25 we've aged boys we've aged I mean, we're brothers from a different mother's, and from years ago, we've known each other, and all good brews that age have something good to say about them. So tonight, 
I am wrapping up. For us, it's our first full season, by the way. <laughs> Every prior season we've tried since we started this a few years ago. Life has absolutely slapped us in the face, but this year, boys, we said, you know what? We're carving out enough time here to make it through every episode. Thanks to our listening audience. You are special. So I appreciate the fine time it took on aging to this far, and I aged myself tonight with a Founders KBS. Straight up old KBS. I've talked, I've had it on the show before, but you know, when I walk through the shelves, sometimes I look at it and go, that thing is stored underground in the mines, in the mines, in the mines of Grand Rapids. Yeah. I wanted something to get me back to the possible money pit hits coming up. Oh, would you look at that? Yeah. Would you look at that? So I, I went after the KBS, and Jer, I want you to tell us for the season finale what you're going to share on your drink of choice before we start finale recapitulations. I am excited for for this. I'm drinking Old Nation. M43 had it before. It's a good yep. standard. Good is. standard around here in the lower peninsula. But uh, I am most excited for what's going on. So get us kicked off into this last episode. And the hits keep coming. The finale. The causeway took us all into season 10. The causeway will see us all out of season 10. It's been a true adventure this year. Many efforts made to try and find this treasure. Every journey is a shared experience. Someone in this finale notes. And it's a great recapitulation of the many advancements the team completed. And we will summarize on the Oak Island podcast for this last episode of season 10. So we've had some wins. We've had some losses this season. But keep in mind, when you're wrapping it up throughout all of this, some great words once shared. On victory, you deserve beer. In defeat, you need it. So let's go. No one could make that ram scram. He kept butting that damn cause he had high hopes. He had high hopes. He had high. Are we going to need beer for victory? Or are we going to need beer for defeat? Because we've always talked about the beers we've introduced every episode with our beer of choice. So on this wrap up, is it going to be for victory beer or defeat beer? You know, who hey, said this? we always you know need who said beer. this. No, no dad jokes here. Real comment. Do you know who said it? Napoleon. Oh, did not know that. That wouldn't on, have been my guess. On victory, you deserve beer and defeat. You need it. We're going to the garden shaft. And sometimes in addition to a beer, you just need a couple of inches. So they're going to set up the six inch auger in hopes of getting into this tunnel or perhaps a treasure box. But they're going to go after this. They think there's wood at 91 feet. So the new probe at 82 feet. Mr. Clotworthy says the new probe is at 82 feet. So they got to start higher to get lower to the 91 foot level of interest here. We've got Mr. Troutman, Mr. Barkhouse running point with the Dumas team in this finale. The weather has arrived. It's rough. They are done with everything quite soon. 
now that the weather has arrived and the drilling is slow. Because they may be hitting rocks, but something's making it really slow down. You know, I just have a quick note here. I just, I just jotted this down watching So if it. you jotted something down, yes. why, don't you, why don't you talk about it right now? Yeah, I'm gonna. Good. Mr. Paul Troutman, his comment. He just wants a good, clean hole. Mm-hmm. Love the comment. Right. Thank With you, the Paul. six inch. Exactly. Thank you, Paul. I, I'm hoping for a good, clean hole here, too. It will absolutely answer a few questions very quickly if you have a clean hole with a six-inch auger. Correct. But it is very slow. So Rick and Marty do show up, and they're getting a little bit of advancement on this effort, but the auger looks like it's getting caught up on something. Hopefully it's the wood, but they do turn up something so small. It's, It's like a very small piece of wood that they turn up. Rick and Marty have had enough. They're going down. Boys, for the first time, the brothers are going down 80 feet underground, and and they want to put some eyes on it, and here's my comment for discussion. And I will not let this opportunity slip through my fingers. Cup of coffee, man, yeah. Man! Do you understand, or this is what I appreciated, the power of reading and where it can lead you? Yeah. Yeah. 60 years ago, and we're going to touch on this, I think, towards the end. The Reader's Digest article from an older brother reading it. Look where they are now. But without reading on that point in the literature, and there's so many, I, so many angles, but appreciate what the power of reading, especially if you have kids out there. And I'm not sitting here preaching on anything, but look where it can lead you. From if, a random Reader's Digest article to now two brothers underground looking for the treasure that they that they read about years ago, 60 years ago. If they would have never read that article in uh, Reader's Digest, we would not have the show. We would not be talking about it. There would be no Oak Island podcast, probably. So very good point, Bill. I like that. That's a... It, it, it holds significant value. I mean, I was still stunned at just the reading an article years ago, like crazy to now where they're at. Well, that's what good readers do. You can like project into the character. You can project into the situation. And Rick literally, you know, projected into the situation from being a kid in his bed, reading this and in his head. Imagine if I was there and what I would be like. And then to literally do it. I mean, that's what good readers do. And he like it it manifested and to be standing down hole with your brother, whom you probably, I don't know, built forts dug stuff under the snow and punched hit it in the and, face yeah and yeah. did all these things snowball at and all yep. these imaginary things that you do especially back then with lack of uh technology and the cgi that you have today that that power of imagination and to actually have it come true you know gave me goosebumps must have given them goosebumps as well to realize that well they get down there and you know what they want as soon as they get to the bottom of that hole they want gary drayton to come on down Right. And metal detect the bottom of this muck. Typical Oak Island, isn't it? Wow. Would that cool. be fun? I mean, did you ever think Gary Drayton would be 80 feet under the ground in the fourth, money pit area? Fourth guy on the team. Metal under detecting. 
well, that's a pretty at that's first pretty cool. I thought, well, wait a minute, Gary Drayton, he's just got Big Bertha, but no, no, no. No, no, no. no. He's got the C E X thirty thirty. I think yes, it's C T C T X mate. I didn't know he went that far down the alphabet with his equipment. Exactly, yes. mate. And it, it could have been a piece of the, the shaft or the, the tunnel like on his mouth there. It could be CEX. I think it's CTX, but it is the big birth of the CTX, the E30. Because you know why? It's got the discrimination bells and whistles, mate. That's right. <laughs> That's what it's got. And it's and wall. And it's wall proof. <laughs> they're gonna find that gold they're gonna find that silver they're gonna find something here and he gets a hit he absolutely gets a hit here well and how about the shot of the metal detector to me i thought it was cool they pry up the floorboards they are yep. further than because i believe originally the garden rehabilitation project went to 82 feet 82 right. feet is where it was we are now in new slash old ground to say the mm -hmm. least and to be at the bottom to literally fry up the floorboards be feet away from potentially the money pit who knows what's there is a, a chamber is it all these theories we've talked about and imagined in our own minds and then the metal detector plunges ah. below the surface like literally like literally searching for treasure where we can't see it so it's not only yeah. like beeping the sound but it goes below view to find something unseen i thought it was a really cool shot of the Definitely. metal detector submerging into the earth looking for treasure this is crazy this is crazy this is crazy one of the crescendos of season 10 is what you just described jer App putting a metal detector down at the lowest point possible with with the team's boots underground. Yeah. You know That's what the problem cool. is, though? The problem here is, I'm sorry to point it out, they can't go after it. No nope. permits. <laughs> have allowed them to advance beyond this point. So, once again, in the finale, for one more time, you're going to get me all going off on a permit that you brought up. I'm trying to look at the, uh, mm. because we mm. can't advance here, there's a blessing somewhere else, but dang it, I'm so close. I want something right there right I mean, now. You got the metal detector to go off. You, know? and you can't do it beyond that <laughs> point. I was telling my wife, and I said, you know, uh, she said, well, is it going to go on? I said, yeah, you know, we're, we're almost there. Uh, next year, we're this close. She's like, you say that every year. I'm like, no, this time it's true. It is. I, I hear that out yeah. in public quite a bit. No, it I is. think we are very close. I am certainly aware of <sighs> the frustrations of many, but I am also a bigger believer in the story and the search and wanting yes. these answers and diligence. If anything worth doing, diligence has to be put in. And I, I, why would a metal detector be going off if there oh. is nothing there? I mean, uh, not it, junk either. Yeah. Like Rick does say, hey, you're going to run into some uh, nails, nails, modern, crud, modern right? nails. Yeah. But Gary has his CTX that he thought he might. And that thing filters out the good stuff to pockets. So there's something down there. The weather, though, has officially made. The garden shaft closed. 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 Done for now.
We're closed, boys. We're done. We're going to lot five. The team is addressing what looks to be a huge stone circular depression in this area. We talked about it heavily past few episodes. Seems to be they're really setting up for if there's a season 11 here to explore this area. They are removing the many rocks with equipment. They're removing the hatch. They could be. But they had also discovered that Roman coin in this area. So, right. Hey, can I also remind you they found the lead pumpkin pie crusty item that was also connected to Drayton's lead cross in this area? Gary. Yeah. Isotopically. Love the pumpkin pie. Gary assists with trying to find some metal, and a nail pops up. And he can't tell if it's square shaped, though. So, Laird picks it up. They find. So Gary comes in, metal detects. They find the square shape, or he asks, is it a square-shaped nail? They can't find. Laird then says he thinks there's a building or a structure that covered this depression at some point. So what are they building a a, a building over if it's not right. a, a, a well or something that they don't want the elements to affect, right? Yeah, it's weird. What would they build? And they say it's a large structure as well. well. Very large. The idea it's been done over time and repurposed. Right. You know, who's to say exactly what it was and how hard that must be to figure out what the purposes were. So Laird's going to want to keep going after this area, though. He was going to want to hand excavate this, even with the weather coming in. Uh, they're moving a huge amount of boulders after this or out of this area. They, they compare it to the lot 26 wall, a half mile yep. away, which... Francisco Nagaira thought was Portuguese earlier this season. That really does wrap it up in lot five. We're going to go to Swamp. Craig joins a video chat only to confirm that the little piece of wood that they found was dated to 1495 to 1656. The one under the ramp, the deepest sample that they got. So what this says is the ramp is the same as the road and the path. The paved area is the oldest, right? 1200s paved area to ramp area from the 1600s time frame. So boys, listening audience, with the time we have left here, we're going to wrap it up with the finale in the war room. I mean, you'll see everything. You'll see the big board. And they, in this episode, wrap it up by the area and summarize and recap it very well, I believe. So this is the whole enchilada. Here we go. The whole season. This is a review of the spoils of the season, and we're going to discuss it. As we introduce with, every journey is a shared experience, and Mr. Rick Lagina had said that. It notes that in his final statements for the year. You see in this episode the table of everything that they have discovered. It's impressive. All members are on site for this, except for, and they note, Mr. Peter Frenetti is gone. Marty gives a good review of how close they were just the day before at the bottom of the shaft, they talk about the Roman coin, the pumpkin pie crust piece. They found 800 things this yeah. year. 800. Uh, yeah, that's uh, interesting. It's clearly a high number. I wonder it would be interesting to see the averages over the years as to right. what those numbers are. But clearly 800 was a big number. That's I a think big Gary number. said he underperformed, so maybe it was a lower number than years past. I think he was being facetious. Uh, like, yes, ah, I agree there. You know, he was being facetious. Mm-hmm. And 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 uh, and Bob's your uncle, as Bob is your uncle. 
But yeah, yeah. and like we're looking around the room, and Dan, Bob's your uncle. Dan Henske's there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Pops there up. they go again, we folks. Get, we there got they a go KG, again, KG, a KG. Da- he's KG, KG Dan. Bob's your uncle. Boom, he's there. Okay, we're gonna confirm now. KG Dan is is viewed there. as a summary, but Bob's man, I had him set up as coming in again from the shadows. <laughs> so we're gonna just confirm he's there. But hey, let's go as they did in the episode for our listening audience and for the Oak Island podcast, the summary of season 10 out of the garden shaft. They do confirm there are metals in the water. There are huge advancements down there. Note, I didn't call it the money pit. It's the garden shaft on the, the Oak Island shaft. podcast. Yes. Mr. Guptill confirms 500 boreholes and 20 hole. caissons have been made efforted so far to this point. That's quite a bit. 500 has to be a big number, right? Yeah, that's very large. Time. That's I more mean, spaghetti straws into that cake. with cheese. Oh, for sure. Dr. Spooner then comes in in the finale and confirms that water, additional water tests, have confirmed that within a 15-foot radius of the shaft, there's a bongo hit monster precious metal something is happening down there so it's additional proof that as you continue to go down in the garden shaft the water samples that came in prove out there's a boatload of metal that you want to go after coming up here are they going to go after that in season 11 and here you see and here you see though in the episode Hensky, mr dan Hensky is joining us for a quick shot doesn't contribute anything verbally, but just knowing he's sitting there watching. His presence is enough. Approving, knowing all. So they're going to keep going down in the garden shaft area. We're going to summarize it on lot 26, as they do in the episode. Out of lot 26, the wall was dated to 1464, and the well on lot 26 that was discovered, and the samples were taken out of that organic material at the bottom of the well, dated to 1028-1172. Silver was also confirmed in the water. Same dates as the paved area in the swamp. Is there a connection? Maybe season 11 will address it. In the swamp, we summarize. Tommy Nolan says there's answers in the swamp. A lot of time was spent on the ramp the pathways. Billy says, if you just follow those pathways, it'll probably lead you to what you want to find. A lot of time spent in the swamp, boys, don't you think? I mean, definitely, definitely. Just confirm there was like a lot of investigation going on. uh, You know, I've always loved draining the swamp, but. Well, I I take that back. Not as much time in the swamp as I want spent because we were held up by red tape. Yes. But when they went to the swamp, it's like, why don't you go to the eye of the swamp then? Yes. That's, that's what where I, I want to go in the say. swamp. I think we all or, agree on that, that. The eye of the swamp is come on, is way more mysterious than seriously these stone paths. And, you know, it's all connected. And where's somehow? the big metallic anomaly? Where's the ship? All we find where's out the is the ship app. Where the ship we, app? We, we spent six, six weeks talking about stone ramps and pathways for real yeah, and we started it, we'd never finished the eye search really and then we started no, in that area. 
We started to look uh, in my the area because of the big red blob, the precious metal, and that's when they found the ramp. And then they got sidetracked with the ramp. My question is: When What's we come question? back next season, is the swamp going to be the swamp again? Is it going to be filled with water? It won't I For mean? Sure. Are they going to keep that it, for sure remember when we, we've done it before the ocean yeah the waves it's gonna fill all the they're way gonna back have up. to redrain it again mm-hmm. how about this as a spot in time and i personally don't like to mark a spot in time because when somebody's listening to this they could be listening to it in 10 years but as we talk about this hurricane remnants just hit nova right. scotia as right. we literally talk about this. So I referenced that for that's going to affect the swamp. There's going to be storm surge. Oh, yeah. From this year or 10 years down the road and throughout history. That's how all this junk. What we call artifacts also get turned up in the swamp. Resurface. That water and that movement of just stronger than anything else of wind pushes so many things so yeah i think this swap is going to be completely filled when they start if they start season 11 and it's going to be a, a new you got to start everything over again to try to make some advancements out of the swamp did spend a lot of time trying to link the ages here out of the swamp though we're going to go try to summarize the road trips that they took to italy and any possible connection that it had to Oak Island. We would be reminisced if we didn't say Emiliano Sicchetti. Biscotti. Biscotti Sicchetti. Buongiorno. Bon Was a big assist on this season. Appreciate your efforts, Emiliano, and all of that research team that we didn't get to join yet, but they've done a lot of work. Those HO Stone connections that Alex made this season overseas, you know? On his drawings, adventures. Uh, you think this is a proven fact? I don't think so yet. It's a theory at this point. Wouldn't you agree? It's yeah, a, good theory. Good theory. Adventure. It is an interesting theory. And like you said, I like when we met Emiliano and the importance of all these other people. The yeah. the Rudabush 7. There you go. No. Yes, it is. Of course no, it is. No, it's not her. That's Judy. No, it's not Judy. I've seen Judy. That's Judy. No, I'm telling no, no, no. Judy has, Judy has brown eyes. Yeah, however many, yeah, yeah. Judy, 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 however many she is working for uh, out there, out there doing doing the legwork. Uh, but it's cool to see that you know a lot of this work is coming to fruition with the the threads that we're pulling on history yeah. and all the people overseas. involved and overseas and over time and which is why i think a lot of us love the show and yeah uh, i love the watching. theories and the research and the in the history part of it they also recall when asriano gaspani has his star alignments on the island which could be 800 years old trying to confirm his theory so we're going to wrap that up. That was their basic summary on their overseas road trips. And Mr. Rick Lagina is going to honestly summarize all of season 10 the best way here. Boys, listening audience, the mystery at hand, according to Rick, is they're protecting something generationally for a long time. And it took multiple legs of generations' efforts to succeed in this project 
Jerry, you've talked about this this season. Mikey, you've hinted at it as well. Rick really focuses as a summary of the season as it's a multi-generational thing. Whatever's happening here, it, it took many different efforts, many different technologies, eras of time to protect whatever could be buried on this island. I got to say, though, you got a comment. Well, it's like I, I like that it's the, an eclectic group. And like I was just kind of saying that we there's all these threads, the Rudabush 7, but all these boots on the ground, like a finger reaching across the globe, really with all these people working for it at this current place and time. And think of all, we've talked about it before. Everybody brings their own lens to things, but think of all the lenses that are at work here to see the whole picture. Yep. You need a geologist. You need an archaeologist. You need somebody Historian. that specializes in maps and a numismatist. Numismatist, uh, yes. Laser, laser ablations. All of these lenses Carmen Lang. this story and the answer is so hard to see you need all of these lenses with all of these people to put the things together because we can't read the giant picture because it's so vast so wide but also stretching across time it's an amazing thing to be a part of and that's one thing i like that you know people that watch the show that contact us that have their own theories and how we get together and talk about it and you know being a part of something bigger and that's what humans always want to be a part of something bigger right and i brought this up in the past but i'm wondering where is the muon technology nothing not nothing. a thing not a thing i remember mm. in the when we started season 10 i want to say the first episode might have been called over the muon I don't know. I don't know what episode it was, to be honest. Right. But it was early but anyways, on. Anyways, I was expecting that technology results at this. Because uh, they ended actually season nine putting the Muon technology in. Didn't it? Wasn't it a two year thing? I thought it was a one year thing. I think it was a one year thing. Okay. It was Where a is long that? read. It's not even brought up. Like it's not even updated. Like, well, hey, we of, don't have. Think of the circular structure. It was twenty years before you know. <laughs> Larry said, well, I saw this True. twenty years ago with, and then they just bring that up. So they do that a lot, but it will be interesting to see the. Because I remember, like, maybe halfway through the season, they were like, "Yeah, the technology is about halfway done, or something, something like." Yeah, and that's it, what I thought too. So that's why I took it to me like next year. Uh, but you know, I think it is coming. That did seem like cool. Technology. It's been it's been in the ground now, doing it surveying and whatnot. Yeah, for about a year now, I think. Well, and that's part of all those lenses and all these different things that we need to do to read the entire yep. picture. And I just I'm, had a note here to bring that up for yep. sure, for sure. So I also do want to say though before we. Uh, totally escape if the masons do have something to do with this mystery charles barkhouse reminds you in very important points of season recaps that he is a mason because he's wearing that mason hat mm. in this finale oh, yeah yeah he was right in our faces so i just mm. I mean, there's there's a lot of people that say the masons are trying to prevent I mean, we got to look at this from all angles here. Did you I'm see that, bring... audience? 
Billy was wearing the Freemasons lens. See? I didn't yeah. even catch that on his head. Oh, oh, I saw it. I saw. I would have missed the "Here Lies Templar Gold." If you know, we, right. I got to have your goggles too. He had he. I'm and I just bring that up because how good he is. A lot of people do talk about that though. If the Masons are protecting something, and you've got him there, I don't know. We've I certainly know. had our good fun with AKA Charlie Tree Cabin. Love it. Yep. Marty does confirm at this point, though, there is going to be a season 11. And here we go to Rick's summary that every journey is a shared experience from many subject matter experts. There's different ways to approach this mystery. And for him, it goes back to that Reader's Digest article that he reviews here and in the war room, he points back to it. He's looking forward to answering the last mystery that he read from that article. What's next? Yeah. What's the answer? Can't wait to find out. He wants to write that next chapter. It's been a fun season though. I love jawboning with you guys. Love the interaction with our, all our listeners over social media. It's been fun. But I'm ready for, we're right around the corner from season 11 starting. So did you see who got the last word in the war room? Gary Drayton. And he says, we haven't seen nothing yet. Love it. He's the best. So let me ask this, boys, as we wrap up our season 10, what do you want to see in season 11? Mikey, I think you started hitting at it before I could even ask the question. So finish that response what do you want to see in season 11 jerry i want to hear what you want to see in season 11 i'm going to add my two cents here and i want to comment after that Uh, mikey wants to see the muon yep season 11 i want to see the muon technology results and the map that it creates underground nice and i would love and i want to see i want to see that swamp i want them excavating that i, I what want part the of the swamp the eye of the swamp sorry oh, man. i thought Come i on. meant to, i thought For i said yeah i want that eye of the swamp excavated i want laird miriam the whole gang over there getting that Pumping done because that there. is to me that is not a natural area of the swamp to me yeah. it's man-made um so i would like more investigation done on that I'd like less investigation done on the stone path around the, the swamp a little bit. Right. We know about it, but if you find something very cool, then let us know. Uh, nice. I think we could spend a little less time there. Those are so my two saying, main things. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's I, great. I, I love the theories. I want more theory. I, I bring in everyone with theories. I, Listening I like audience, it. let's propose the theories here. Let's see what, if you can redirect Mikey on his uh Yeah, be careful what search. you uh, asked for there. We've, we've even heard that before from the show. Jer, what about you? Jer, what do you, you want to see out of season 11? I want to find out once and for all the exact spot that this ramp ends. I want to know the angle of the ramp, <laughs> right? <laughs> the degree. Yeah. Where's the edge of ramp. it? So you want more ramp? Time. I want yes. more ramp. Yes. Okay. All right. Love All right. that. That'll yep. make for great conversation. Then. More, what a Jacko Johnson. What a great <laughs> answer. <laughs> more ramp. I, the, uh, I love Nolan's Cross. I'd love to see more of that. I want to get into the baby blob and absolutely. Yep. 
the eye of the swamp. Like to see some uh, mug and anchor too. To be yeah, mm-hmm. or something. You know, there. little crown uh, time. Billy, how about you? I'm going to throw it back at you. What do you want to see? What I'd like to see in season eleven in uh, so many advancements in season 10, but in season 11, what I didn't get to have addressed, and it just is dangling there with uh, with the references that we've discussed and, and so many have talked about before is, I'm going to go back to the year 1787. Do you know what's uh, important about that year is Samuel Ball purchases the first of his nine lots that he's going to own on Oak Island. I want more Samuel Ball on this storyline because I don't care where I know that the investigation and the efforts are are now in the garden shaft, which they're now calling the money pit. We were in bays before, we're in new lots, but I still want to go back and answer some of these questions I have on Samuel Ball, and I hope they address those in season eleven. And Mikey, I think he was one of the three that you'd belly Indeed. up to. Indeed. I mean, I don't know why you're what's so hard to hear about Samuel Ball. He was just a a humble cabbage farmer. I mean, there's nothing much more to that. There's so I think there's something (laughs) there, though. It's just totally. Oh, you don't become become the wealthiest man in Nova Scotia from selling cabbage on an island. And then, of course, is there a tunnel at the bottom of the <laughs> he garden? He was one of the shaft? first farmers to really monopolize on ramp technology. <laughs> right, yeah. There you go. Used to really go. manufacture that cabbage. So right. Boys, before I, I hand it over, Jared, to the, uh, the final comments here for our season 10, I want to say my personal thanks, not only to the listening audience, but to my two brothers from a different mother, Jared, Mikey, Always to the end, boys. I love discussing this with you guys. The time spent catching up, getting back after a crazy week, and coming back here and jawboning to the world and enjoying beers. It can keep a guy going, and I appreciate the time you guys spend sharing our our little two cents of time in this world to this listening audience. Thanks, boys. Here's to you, little Rick Lagina. Uh, there you go. Speech there. That's my speech. I love it. Not a dry eye in the house when uh, Rick gives his farewells, when Billy gives his farewells, Mikey, and of course to you, the listening audience. We talked about these final paragraphs being written in that Rick wanted, and he is indeed projecting himself into the story and helping to write those paragraphs and all these people around the world are doing the same by researching, by helping, by coming forth with theories, by listening to us and having us chat. We are writing ourselves into the story and becoming a part of something bigger. And for us, it's great because we are friends from high school to come back and reconnect, but also to reach out and hear from some of you guys in the audience. So we encourage you to do that. Come be a part of our story together the fellowship extends and we thank you guys for supporting us and coming along for the ride and we hope there are many more as we perchance get to the bottom of season 11 stay tuned for all that the oak island podcast it's gonna be a spell we're gonna we're gonna step away until the show returns with it's all its glory and we're gonna see what the baby blob and so many more things has to hold for my dear friends mikey and Billy, 
I'm Jer. You've been listening to the Oak Island Podcast. Catch you next time.